What are you trying? Straight out of the brand new Trader Joe's section, ginger lemon flavored probiotic sparkling beverage, tart, refreshing, bubbly, cultured. Hashtag for the culture. She loves a cultured drink. <laughs> it's like you love like, for the culture. For the culture. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's basically everything. I, every time Tuffy does something that has anything to do with anything of being a Latina, I'm just like, Tuffy, it's for the culture. It's just for the culture. Or the old vlog we did, I think it was in, was it in the Miami vlog? One of our old vlogs when you, me, and Aaron are just screaming, for the youth. It's for the youth. <laughs> I don't Do you even remember, remember that? that. No. I'll, I'll send you the clip or we'll, <laughs> it's insert, funny. we'll get Kate to insert the clips. And I'm always like, for the youth, for the culture. <laughs> Shit. Wow. 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 It's for them. It's for the kids. It's for the youth. <laughs> That's how I feel every time my mother says something upsetting that like so comes from just like deep rooted Latin culture. I'm just like, ah, it's for the culture. And we're keeping it alive. <laughs> oh my God. What my mother and your boyfriend said about the very exciting thing that we're about to go it to. Just, yeah. Things we'll never be able to say. Like our humor is not even fucked up compared to our families. I just want people to know that. No. <laughs> we're not even close Mm-mm. compared to the Mm-mm. shit that they say. No, for sure not. We are uh, we are sure. the the presentable version. Which that's saying, yeah, that's really saying yeah. something. I keep thinking of Kay, who is, if you're new here, if this is the first episode you're ever listening to of Thoughts May Berry, welcome. We never do that. Hi. Hi. And our editor, Kay, who's lovely, sent a very clear note and said, Gabby, stop touching your microphone. Because <laughs> I caress it. I really do. It's because I got rid of the stress ball. I know. We should both. Out. I'm going to hold mine. So I'm going to put it right here and I'm just going to talk and we just hope that it flows. Here we go. Ready? Welcome to the season finale. Do other podcasts do seasons or we just make this up? I love your pearl necklace. Thank you. I went to the beach and so I wanted to wear pearls. cute. This is the necklace I wore like every day in Miami with you. It's pretty. Yeah. That's my mom's. She's a pretty girl. As all of my good jewelry is. Um, what a time. To be alive. (laughs) To be alive. We really, we really, we were just, before we started recording, we were talking about this season and just looking back at how far we have come since episode one, which God forbid you've listened to. We've, Please don't. We <laughs> have we've come such a lot. You know what I was thinking about too? Even just like our graphics, dude. I'm just about to air our grievances. Yeah. I was thinking about it yesterday yeah. and I was like, because Meadow and I moving into season four, we were chit-chatting about maybe just doing a little brand refresh and and updating some graphics here oh, and there. Gosh. And I was like, wow, our Instagram is the perfect depiction of growth. If you look from the very beginning to now, and we haven't tried to hide it in the way that no. I think like brands yeah, we're open about it. would. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we don't really announce all the time when we're doing these vibe shifts. We just like do it. Yeah. But the people grow with us. They're into it. I think it's fun to like change your art depending on where you're at in the season, right? Like all we do is talk about how to imbue our messages of what we're learning in real time and like put that into our art and our advocacy and what we're creating. So it's like fun to do that in little things like graphics too. No, totally. I think people notice it even when it's subtle. Yeah. Another way in which we've grown, which we didn't even realize. And now that I'm looking Mm -hmm. at you. Look around. Oh, yeah, here, dude. Freaking studio. We have a freaking studio. Yeah. We have a studio. I'm really liking that we're taking inventory because that's something I don't do quite enough, especially for like yeah. quote unquote little things. Yeah. I mean, having a studio is not a little thing, but do you know what I mean? No, I do know what you mean. And it really adds up because today, all day long, what I was working on is an article about exercise and mental health, focusing a lot on dopamine receptors mm. and intrinsic motivation and how just like with life in general, with exercise, with any mental health tool, nothing's a quick fix. It's the journey, not the destination. So how do you make the journey more fun along the way? And if you can activate your reward center along the way, that's what keeps you motivated and what keeps you going. And it reminded me of us, speaking of this fun thing we were invited to, the studio, like every little thing that comes up, I think you and I do make a point to really celebrate ourselves in a way that keeps us going. But do you know what? I really only do that because you're here. Because I th- no absolutely because, because oh my god I'd be so much meaner to myself without yeah you. like part of me is just like oh wow like look how much Meadow did do you know what I mean it's like not even oh that's exactly how I I'm like look Gabby did this mm-hmm. that's how we frame it yeah yeah but that's what but then you you end up absorbing it you know I mean whatever works literally today so I started with a new coach so exciting, exciting. 
And I have a couple lessons that I wanted to share, but this, I wasn't even planning on sharing this one, but this brought it up. We were talking about this sort of exact thing of like not giving yourself enough credit when, like, for example, I was saying, I was like, you know, I went freelance and I just feel like I've just been, what have I done for the last two and a half, almost three years? And she was like, I need you to take inventory. She's like, your homework is to, you're going to make a little Excel spreadsheet or like write it down, whatever works. So like probably going to go on Notion because we all know that Meadow put us all onto that. And she was like, in one column, write down where you were three years ago Mm. in your life. Write down in another column where you're at now. And then in another column, write down where you want to go. And then in the next column, you write, what are your limiting beliefs that are holding you back? And then Mm. in the next column, you write, I can't remember exactly what terminology she used, but like, let's say like the limiting belief is like, I'm too old. The next Mm -hmm. column will say like, my time is now. So whatever you would kind of call it. Like like an affirming statement that counteracts your limiting belief. Yeah. Okay. We're going to turn this into a Notion template and also link this with my Notion template that everyone's yelled at me about that I still haven't made because I didn't even realize that you could like share the template. Isn't that a great exercise though? five years old. No, I love that. And we're also making that one of the tools that we share on Instagram Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about it. love, love, love that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So tell us about your new coach. Well, she's great. I'm first of all, first of all, first of all, before we say anything. I know a while ago, we got a lot of questions about like how to find the right therapist and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So she is a coach, which like, again, new thing for me. She's been a coach. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm not even going to go into it because I was about to like prove her credentials. Yep. We already unpacked that with me. We don't need to do that with yours. Anyway, I found her through (laughs) the tools book. She's wonderful and I'm really excited. But right before I met with her, I was in the process of finding somebody new and I met with somebody else who was also, you know, equally wonderful, but just not the right personality fit for me. And I was so Mm -hmm. close to just like going with her because she was really nice and like, you know, seemed in touch with like what I wanted to be talking about, but something felt off. Mm -hmm. I think I said it to you. I was just like, ah, but like, eh. And part of me just wanted to start now. So I was just going to go with her. And then I was like, you know what, Gabby, you did this last time. Don't do it again. Just find the, you will find the personality fit. Like just keep doing it. And then I had another console call Mm -hmm. with this woman and she ended up being like everything I need and more. And I'm so excited about it. And it's such a good personality Yay. fit. Also comes from like a writing background. So she also has like the career side of it that I can work with, whatever. She's wonderful. Perfect. So today was our first proper call. I learned that tool, which was really helpful or that exercise that we just shared. And then the other one, which I never thought about it this way. And we were talking about feeling paralysis when it comes to like making mm. moves, any sort of moves. And she was explaining to me the concept of thinking about it like a chain of pearls or like a pearl necklace. Mm -hmm. And she was explaining every step you're taking needs to hold the same weight. So she was explaining that every pearl on the necklace, on your chain, should hold the same amount of weight. So every decision or every step you're taking holds the same weight. So for example, if you're moving through a day and you're looking at all the things on your to-do list and one of them is groceries, one of them is like sending an email that you've been needing to send, like those, both those things are still taking you closer to your goal. They're still taking you closer to where you want to be. She was like having that perception and sort of illustration in your mind is helpful for not creating this giant boulder that you're trying to push. Because if you don't break things down into digestible steps, every task seems impossible. Mm -hmm. And I feel that way a lot when I look at my career and I see so many different prongs. And I'm like, how the Mm -hmm. fuck am I going to do that? But then when we break it down, again, back to the way you've been using Notion, to digestible steps, and then the idea of them like holding the same weight, Mm -hmm. it reminds you like, I am doing what I need to be doing. And I am moving in that direction. It was just a very helpful visual for me. Totally. I feel like one, I remember that, like, I feel like I remember that image from the Stutz movie, which is cool. But two, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's also such a helpful reframe for days when people feel like they did nothing yeah. and accomplished nothing. It's like, no, literally, if you went grocery shopping, if you cleaned up your apartment, if that, you know, if that's the only thing you did was like tidy some stuff up today, that's still getting you closer to creating the environment that helps you thrive and, mm-hmm. you know, a standard of living and all this stuff is those, it's, it's an equal weighted measure to get you where to where you want to be. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful way to look at that. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Catch me just sharing wow, everything she says. <laughs> no, seriously. I also, um, serendipitously 
restarted the tools again last night Ooh, okay. because of you, because we all know I read like five books at once and then I never finish them because I just bounce around. But so I made myself finish my Rick Rubin book. I'm almost done. Well, that's, that's a lie. I'm like three fourths of the way done with my nature, sustainability and mental health book, but I'm pausing on that to finish the tools first mm -hmm. because I had started it when we met them and then stopped. And I just, I got to pick to a book and stick to it. Otherwise it's I'm hard. never going to finish a goddamn book in my life. Cause I like reading different ones in different moods. No, I hear you. You know, I hear you. so it's hard, but but then you can get through. It was, I, but I'm you can loving get it. through these so that you can like have a fun summer read that you can balance with yourself. Exactly, exactly. Which we always need. And I'm excited for a summer. I think summer's going to be fun for us. I think so too. Like I know, especially you have a lot. We both have a yeah. lot going on right now, and even in your personal life, you have a lot going on right now. But I think a lot of this stuff is going to wrap up and clear with the end of Mental Health Awareness Month, and then moving into summer. I think we're going to have a lot of work hard, play hard in our own way. Oh, right? for sure. I think play hard does not look like it looked like when I was 23, but no. in our own way. <laughs> for sure. I think I'm, I'm, I don't know. What, what are you most excited about for the summer? Hmm. Well, I did just this morning send out engagement drinks <clears throat> invites. So like, I'm excited to celebrate our love. That's going to be really fun. I'm excited to, I'm excited to take trips, even if they're small. Yeah. I know you and I have one big one that's fun, but I really think you and I should do like a girl's trip in Santa Barbara dude. We or should, something yeah. cute like that, right? I, listen, we'll talk because <laughs> I have we'll ideas. Talk. Yeah. I'm just excited to flourish in the present. Like I really don't, I don't mm. have anything necessarily like set on top of mind, but the main theme of like the past year of my life has just been not waiting in anxiety and waiting in joy mm. and just like allowing myself to be on my own timeline. So like I'm still doing all the work. The work never ends. I'm still doing it all, but I'm I'm also just gonna fucking wait and joy and just like have some fucking fun while I'm here. Yes. How about you? Same, honestly. I mean, that was a prettier way to phrase what I was gonna say, but yeah, same thing. I I really am working on being more present and not future tripping as much. Totally. But also not totally. making myself feel bad when I go there and just bringing myself back gently. But I'm reframing also being in a long distance relationship because. Ooh. Okay. The long distance relationships that I've been in in the past have not been the healthiest, particularly like mm -hmm. one was just horrifying. Mm -hmm. Now I'm in a healthy relationship. I'm very in love. We're happy, et cetera, et cetera. But I obviously miss him. But at yeah. the same time, this is a, I'm so excited to like, I've never had a moment like this in my life where I'm in a relationship, but I'm not worried and like panicky mm -hmm. and not being myself, but also mm -hmm. like I'm not single where like, I am, you know, being distracted mm -hmm. because like, that's just kind of how I was when I was single. So yep. it's like hard for me to focus on stuff. So right now I'm just like, I'm so, it's interesting to be in a relationship where like somebody else is a big priority to you, but at the same time, I've never been prioritizing myself more. Oh my does God. Does that make sense? Totally. That was like a yes, rambly way of saying it. But like, no, it I feel like, sense. I remember Anna Maria said this to me when him and I first started dating. She was like, aren't you glad you could just like check the box and like fucking focus now? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Literally. And literally that's how I feel now. I just feel like, okay, like not that I can like put him in a corner, but do you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, we have our relationship. It's great. We're doing our thing. You're doing your thing. And now I can just like focus on the things here that make me really happy here that make me flourish in my career, in my friendships, taking girls trips. Like I just feel yeah. like the world is my fucking oyster right now. 100%. And that's how a healthy relationship should be. It reminds me of what I would who'd say when I would say to people, who would have thought? It reminded me of what Mark it on the fucking notion of how far you've come. Yeah, I should. Three years ago, relationship Gabby versus now. My fucking God. Yeah. But it reminds <laughs> me of what I used to say when it was like, oh, you find your person. You're like, oh, thank God you're here. Let me catch you up on everything I've been yeah. up to. Here are my dreams. Here are where we're going. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> you know, like here yeah. we go. It really yeah. is that way. It's the best. It's the fucking I think this is going to be a good, it's going to be a summer of play. I feel like. Yeah, I do too. I think a big inner child themes, play themes. I think mm -hmm. bringing our shadow and like our inner child shadow along with us is going to be a big thing for us. Girl, I just even feel the it. way that like I'm fucking celebrating my birthday this year versus last year. I, I can't <laughs> tell you how excited I am. I know you I are. I can't tell you. Are we wearing pajamas? Yeah, I told Meadow. <laughs> I said, "Listen, I'm turning 27 years old. What is more me than not leaving my apartment?" So, that's what we're doing. Yes. A group of girls that I love are coming yes. over. We're going to eat great food. We're going to have some yeah. chocolate cake because that's all I want. We're going to yep. play games. We're going to drink a little wine. We're going to maybe watch a movie like Slumber Party. I can't wait. 
<gasps> All I want. Oh my God. Can I bring my game that I love that I've been trying to play with you that you won't let me say the name of on here? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, the that's group be is so also much a, fun. It's a great group. No, it's a great group. I'm so excited. That's going to be great. Speaking of play in summer and inner child themes, though, we did get a question a while ago. I mean, we get kind of asked this often, but I don't know if we've ever like really unpacked the does healing ever end and how do I detach my identity to this like constantly trying to fix myself narrative cool do you do you have any thoughts or do you want me to start no I have thoughts but I want to hear yours go I mean look the healing does not end we know that it's very very not linear and I quite I I think that attaching like making your personality I just read an article about this too where they were saying how like using terms that we learn in therapy or that other people learn in therapy that we hear on TikTok that so-and-so learned in therapy is really fucking with our relationships because it makes everything so like sterile and like not connected and very black and white, which is hilarious because like this is filled with nuance. But I just think that making your entire personality, your healing journey is so fucking boring. Like, bro, come on. Period. Yeah, I completely fucking agree. I completely agree. And that's actually something Lauren and Elizabeth and I talk about all the time. Mm. All the time. Her and I talk about this all the time. Just because you watch, especially when people... Oh, I don't want this to come off. I don't want it to come off judgy. Especially when people are new to mental health and get into mental health. And then all of a sudden, it's their entire brand and entire personality. And like the mentally ill girlies that have been around forever are just like... It's too multifaceted for that, man. Like, it's just... Knock it off. (laughs) Yeah. I think my opinion on it is just... I'm no, loose on this podcast now. Welcome to the club. I just yeah. think because look, at the end of the day, all we're trying to do is make everybody part of this conversation. Whoever wants to be a part of this conversation to be a part of this conversation. So I totally get when you're like new because I did the same fucking thing, bro. Like you catch yeah. me three years ago when I was doing those Instagram lives talking about mental health. Like, yeah, mental health was a big part of my life privately, but it wasn't publicly. And then like that became my person. Like I did the same thing. So I'm not again, it's not coming from a judgmental place. I just think I say it that harshly because I've moved through it in a way where like healing is so, put it this way. I was in a relationship with somebody who it was their entire personality in a way that left no room for joy. Yes. Yes. And I think when people move that way, I was literally listening to a Jay Shetty podcast talking about this today. They were sort of talking about that idea of just like when when you leave no space for Mm -hmm. joy and for fun and everything Mm -hmm. is so like the work and the this and it's so deep. It's just like it's fucking exhausting. It's fucking exhausting. And you know what? I just reread an essay that I wrote for a book that hopefully will fucking be published in the next year. I reread the essay and I was like, oh, my God, like because I was I'm enabling making a bad decision because it's like fun. Yeah. And I still stand by it. Yeah. I still stand by it. Yeah. Will I sit here and give like my future daughter that advice? Maybe not. But if she's fucking around and making stupid decisions and is being safe, but is having fun, be like, you know what? You'll learn. Like you'll learn. And sometimes you have to, you only get that lesson by going through it that way. I just don't think we always have to be leveling up. Like I I get it. Mm Mm-hmm. I always want to be, but I think there is something human about living in a mess. Well, I think I think the leveling up is inevitable. Yeah. If you're on this path and you're on this journey, the leveling up is inevitable no matter what. So creating that space for joy and play and rest and fun is one, necessary to get there. And two, also helps you get there. And three, you can't always be doing the work without the rest. Like just like sleep resets our body and it and the only way mm-hmm. you can build more muscles and get stronger is also by resting in order to have that, you know, have them integrate or whatever. Don't, I don't know what exercise means. Don't quote me on this, but do you know what I mean? Like you, you quite literally, it's the yin and yang. You need that space to counteract the other. I guess that's a better way. Meta always clarifies what I'm trying to say, because I really, I don't mean, for example, in a relationship, I was just fucking having this conversation with my boyfriend. For me, it's very important and him too, to be in a relationship with somebody who is consistently thinking about their personal development and growing so that we grow together. Mm-hmm. So that is very like that is counterintuitive to what I just said. So I'm like trying to find a the way. The rest is that part of growth. It's a yeah, fundamental but what I, part of growth. Yeah. But what I mean by like we don't constantly need to be leveling up is like I think 
I think if I, I think about that like in, in like a selfish term, not necessarily like within a mm. partnership. I think a bit more of like if you're single or like, I don't know. But yeah, maybe I do think of it as just rest. I don't know. I'm, I'm sounding like an idiot. I and think, I'm not finding the words to say this properly. No, but like, you're not you sounding know what like I'm an idiot. trying to say. I know exactly what you're trying to say and you're not sounding like an idiot. And I think it comes back to the second part of that initial question, which is the detaching the identity from always trying to fix yourself. I think that's what we're getting at is like, if the rest is this equal part of contributing to the leveling up and in that process, you are releasing the attachment to what your leveling up looks like, because you don't know, you don't know where your life is going to go. We mm-hmm. try to release the attachment to fucking everything, right? That's like the, mm-hmm. the Buddhist philosophical way that we're always trying to be or whatever. I think you and I have talked about this in a past episode when it comes to identity. And I think sometimes we think differently about that, but I think that plays out a lot in this dynamic of rest versus growth is releasing your attachment to your identity to it allows you to take those seasons when you need to and mm-hmm. like understand and have that intuition of when it is time for you to play. And that's actually helping you get somewhere versus when it is time to do the work and dive in deeper and when that's helping you get somewhere because yeah. both are always going to help you. Yeah. But it's, it's about learning, like, if you're not attached to which one you you are, you fundamentally are, and your personality and your content and every conversation is, then you have the space to really feel in this present moment, because all we have is the now, which do I need? Yeah, it makes you grow a lot faster. Yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah, it makes you grow a lot faster. Attaching, detaching from your identity is hard, but... So basically, you're never going to not see us even when we take seasonal breaks because the work never fucking ends and no. we'll still be here yelling about it. <laughs> the work never ends. I was I was listening to something the other day. Thank that God I was the like, show's called Thoughts May Vary. We just couldn't contradict ourselves constantly. That whole section, like Jesus Christ, if it's your first time tuning in, like I promise I have a train of thought that I usually follow. But today was, I was like, no, our whole podcast is like that. It was long gone in that. In that I actually saw a TikTok about how authentic people are constantly contradicting themselves because all they're doing is growing and they're willing to break out of their comfort zone and try on other things mm-hmm. and like take on other meanings and contradict what they feel because everything is nuanced and not black and white. So we will contradict ourselves constantly. And that's the fucking name of the show. But anyway, you were saying something. <sighs> I don't recall. Mm. Oh, I do recall. It was just about that idea of like how the work really fucking is never going to end. And if you attach, they were talking about like attaching such emphasis on specific goals that are like externally motivated and how you're just Mm. never going to be satisfied because you get the thing. Then you just said higher ones. Well, if you're like, if I just do this, then my parents will be proud of me. But like, what if they don't give you the reaction that you want? It's the have do be concept. Right. We've talked about that before. Yeah. But if you're thinking about personal development, I think that why is so much greater than like anything else, any physical, external, mm-hmm. whatever, that like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's difficult to be disappointed because you, you are going to constantly have that little bit of growth. Totally. That's a sweet way to put it. So That's it's like, yeah, the work is never ending. But at the end of the day, like how cool for you to look back and be able to like have snapshots of yourself where like even if you put two images of yourself next to each other you'd be like oh my god I don't even recognize those two people together those are completely different people but that's like it's beautiful it's I changed. think that's my goal quite frankly I don't that's ever want to look the same yeah from one day to another I don't ever want to look or feel the same way I want to be different every day I think it's been really cool to have meaningful friendships like the one that you and I have because I've seen I know that you've mentioned that you've seen that within me and I see that within you like it's been really exciting to oh, watch we're so your different yeah oh my god it's been so much fun and once again fucking great way to track your patterns and track your growth is start a fucking podcast man <laughs> because having these weekly check-ins are you kidding all i do is have tabs and memories of like where we've been and what we've unpacked in the past and where mm-hmm. we're on now it's very fun it's sh- it's showing our brain how far we've oh yeah in a oh cool yeah way. i want to get into a q a because we i was about to start talking oh god, about yeah. a question that talks about this because it was about... Oh, in- okay. Maybe we'll start with that one. Okay. I've been really sassy in these Q&As, which I didn't really realize till we start pumping out all those reels. And then I'm like, oh, I'm kind of sassy with the advice sometimes. <laughs> I just got a text from my coach. I love when it like comes back to reality where she's like, great session, Zeller Venmo. <laughs> I'm like, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I got to pay okay, you. Yours, babe. <laughs> okay. Somebody asked, advice for dealing with the embarrassment of a failed relationship and life after. Boy, did that get me thinking because, guys, when I tell you that my previous boyfriend was the definition of a scrub, like the, 
I'm talking living in my house for free, driving my car, eating my food, using my gym. Like, when the resources were so plentiful for him, it wasn't even funny. Just a scrub. When that man broke up with me, I was mortified. Like I was, I mean, guys, listen to our, don't, but do listen to our first episode. It's just me talking about that. It's me talking about how how mortified I was that this man, like, was he a bad man? No, no but was he just a complete Not for scrub? you? Like, yeah. 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 So I was mortified and I went through that exact feeling. I was so embarrassed, especially because it was the first person that I was like publicly, yeah. not that I'm like a fucking celebrity, but I was posting him on right. Instagram since like my last very serious relationship, like three years prior or something. Right. But I was really embarrassed. I was really embarrassed because I felt like I was wrong. Like I felt like an idiot. I felt like I told everyone, oh my God, I'm going to get married. And then it didn't work. Mm -hmm. And then I realized like oh, everything about him just came, like hit me in the face when we broke up. And I was like, oh, like I got the ick so fast. And I was like, oh my God, I can't. I was mortified, you guys. I was mortified. But there is nothing embarrassing about trying. And there is nothing embarrassing about loving. Mm -hmm and growing mm -hmm. and and sharing in a relationship. There's nothing embarrassing about that. So please, for the love of God, do not feel embarrassed when a relationship ends because I guarantee you, you don't have to do it right now because we don't always need to immediately search for the silver lining. But I guarantee you that in a month's time, two months' time, whatever, One year's time, maybe tomorrow, you'll feel you're gonna write down a list mm -hmm. of all the shit that you fucking learned from that. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have a list of lessons for yourself. And that is invaluable mm -hmm. in my opinion. So please I don't be embarrassed. love that answer so much because to take it extreme, we've both also been in toxic slash abusive relationships, which we've talked about in season one as well, which you can go listen to. But my, I had, my embarrassment came from not only did I not recognize that I was being abused, but I'm a mental health professional, not recognizing that mm -hmm. I'm in an abusive relationship. Like, do I even deserve to be in this job? How embarrassing is that? And mm. then this was years ago, but then in unpacking that I came to the exact same lesson was it is never embarrassing to love someone yeah, and to try for someone. It's and not, I'm just frankly not embarrassed try. about it anymore. Cause I'm like, I think it's a strength and you shouldn't be, and you, you should fucking be. shouldn't be. And I, there's so many women that have moved through, whether it's a toxic or abusive relationship that feel this embarrassment of why didn't I see it or you know, I was in experiences where not this same loser, a different loser, was like <laughs> screaming in my face in public. Yeah. Just talk about being fucking mortified yeah. of like airing your dirty laundry in public all the time. Yeah. And for years, I'd go back to Miami and I'd be at these parties and all these people would be there and they would, it killed me because mm -hmm. these people watched him mm -hmm. do that to me. Mm -hmm. And then when we broke up, I was like the exiled one. Mm -hmm. And I was like the the one with like the fucking scarlet letter on mm -hmm. her chest. Mm -hmm. And you feel that sense of deep embarrassment, but it's exactly what you said. Like you were doing your best. Mm -hmm. It was an experience. You tried. It's for the plot. It made it's you for who the you fucking are. plot. Thank them. It's for the book. Thank them and move yep. on. Absolutely. Thank them and move the on. Fucking book. Aaron and I were talking about that today in a different way in terms of someone that has wronged me in the past. And he's like, I send them hate every time I think about them. And I was like, literally <laughs> last night, I did a Ho'oponopono for them. Like every time I think about them, yeah. I send them love. And it was because I started reading the tools and I pictured my love, love going out, condense in the chest, shoot it out towards them and feel it go into them. And I did it over and over for them. Yeah. So I hope they felt it. Wow. Because I'm sure they're listening That's... sometimes. Yeah. See, my sass is oh, really I coming out. Have... I'm getting a lot sassier on this podcast. Maybe I should cool it. No. I feel like I'm sprinkling. I know. You really, you really are. Okay. Ask us a different I question. I like it. <laughs> I like it. No, but also, you know what? It's your inner child showing because if you look at any baby picture of Meadow. The sass is next level. It's palpable. If that is true. Frankly, so you're you making really me more just... myself. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. It's my, thanks. it's all thanks to Always me. is. I'm kidding. Always is. Wait, side note, I had to address that. You say that they listen to this podcast. The funniest revenge. I oh, always yeah. told my, like, the really psychotic, abusive one. I was like, yeah, you'll remember me for the rest of your life because you'll see me on fucking They're TV. probably on Patreon. Just kidding. <laughs> They're not. They're not. It's a safe They're space. Please come to Patreon. It's a safe space. I promise it isn't, but absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So funny. Okay. Remember when your mom Next signed cue? up for Patreon and you're like, stop being a narc. Get off. 
No, I just, I, I don't want the people to know that she's on there. She's not, though. She doesn't ever go on. I think she just tries to give us no, money. because I fucking, yeah. yeah, she's giving us an allowance on Yeah, there. she's so sweet. That's how it feels. Yeah. She's giving us, like, ice cream money. Literally, that's exactly <laughs> how it feels. I love her. It's really sweet. I, w- I didn't be shocked, by the way, if my mom like sent like blasted out an email to like everybody in her office, like telling them to fucking subscribe to her. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I hope she did. No, I hope she did. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Next cue. We kind of also talked about this already, too, mm-hmm. but let's just answer the question. Conflicted between being more adventurous in life versus stable and peaceful in my 20s. Any thoughts? And they spelled it T H O T S. Do you know how many times I want to call our community thoughts or thoughties? Yeah, I know. I know. I won't, but I want to. Um, Why do you have to do both? Yeah. That's the answer. (laughs) Yeah. There is no one or another. If we've learned anything on this podcast, everything is gray. Do both in the moment and in real time. Ask yourself genuinely, which do you need? Don't limit yourself. It's giving range. All can exist. It's giving range. All can exist. It's giving range. Beginner tips for people trying to get into spirituality, tarot, crystals, meditation. We've touched on this. Come to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Check out Michaela, our in-house witch. Literally Meadow check posts, out Michaela. Yeah. Meadow always posts great resources for full mm-hmm. moon prompts and like where mm-hmm. you pull those prompts from. Full and new and where I pull mm-hmm. them from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think things to be wary of when you start though, because I like with every other community, we talked about this with Dr. Sam Zan and Derek a little bit too. Like every other community, there's a there can be a lot of fear mongering or there can be yeah. a lot of like culty vibes sometimes. Like mm. the spirituality community is one in which it's very easy to try to manipulate other people. So yeah. I think getting clear about what feels good to you and what doesn't, consciously and critically consuming content, and also seeking answers within yourself before ever going to someone else. Those are my big yeah. tips for starting. But then in mm-hmm. terms of like places and things to do and and prompts and and exercises, that, that shit's all on Patreon for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dig back. We have like at, at minimum like 15 different journal mm-hmm. prompt posts already that have like multiple prompts within them. So I like what you want to say. And I wanted to reinforce it about specifically with tarot because meditation, I think, is exactly that of being able to find and cure yourself yeah. first. But like with tarot. And something that I really like about, for example, like the tools coaches and why I was really called to them was the whole, like the point is not for us to rely on these people to tell us what to do. Exactly. It's the same thing with the tarot. I went through a spiral of tarot videos at one point in my life. It was uh-huh. like last summer. That. Yeah. And oh my God, yeah. like crazy. I went into spiral town through yeah. tarot videos telling me what to do from random bitches on the internet that I've never met in my life that are reading to 400 people. I've never read it. Do you know what I mean? There's no vibe check. Yep. Like, yep. look within for the answers. And if any healer is telling you that they're the only one with the answers, it's probably a cult. So run. you should run. <laughs> but, um, and then also real quick, if you don't want to go to Patreon or if it's not accessible to you, Eckhart Tolle books, Michael Singer books, none of them have all the answers and everything is with nuance. Take what feels good and leave the rest and listen to Ram Dass lectures. Mm. They're on Spotify on the Be Here Now mm-hmm. network. I f- maybe they're on the podcast app. I always listen on Spotify. Those are my favorite. Alan Watts. Love. Also really cool and spiritual and interesting. After School has like some cool YouTube videos. Start doing that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Find podcasts that you are interested in that feel good. What is this dude's name that he was on? Oh, Ryan Holiday. Oh, yeah. The author. He did like The Daily Stoic, Ego is Enemy, that guy. He was on Jay Shetty's podcast and it was a wonderful conversation and it was on discipline, which the conversation took a different turn than I thought it was going to. Because I thought it was going to be about like, do you know, discipline, but it was actually like how the most disciplined people need discipline and not being so disciplined. Period. Also, you my know, signs and synchronicities for the past two weeks have been fucking uncanny. No. But wait, Same. you even bringing him up to me, you know that Emily June and I were texting yesterday and she was t- talking to me about him in a new book that... I would love, yeah, because I've never read any of his books. And I was like, who is that again? She was like, Meadow, Mm -hmm. he's so your guy. And I was like, shit, I have to, I have to dive in more. Like every time something's brought up, it's regurgitated or reiterated within three times within 24 hours. Like it is, it's nuts. It's nuts. Who said this to us recently? I was trying to remember if somebody said this on the podcast or if I heard it somewhere, but tell me if it was here. Somebody was like, you're going to get to a point where you're so tapped in with the universe. Maybe it was my astrologist. (laughs) She was saying like, you're going to get to a point where you're so tapped in with the universe where 
these synchronicities and these signs start happening and you don't even flinch because you're like, yeah, I mean, of course, of course the universe is working. Of course there was this. Right. Of course it was that. My God, where the fuck did I hear it? I don't think it was her. But either way, like, I mean, I feel like I might have sent you a TikTok. Maybe. Was recently. it a guy? Because I'm feeling like it was a man that said it. I don't remember. Okay, maybe you, it was that. But I, I, I know I heard it somewhere and I can't remember who said it. Maybe it was that. Yeah. But it is really true. And I'm getting yeah. to that space where like, dude, everything totally. is just. Yeah. No, the past two weeks are insane. Yeah. I was even telling my mom how my mom said something to me the other day about how she was very witchy in high school and stories she hasn't told me and blah, blah, blah. She said, but everyone feels like that. Like everyone talks to the universe. And I was like, actually, quite frankly, I don't think no. they do. Like on our podcast, we get asked all the time to share signs and synchronicities so people can start parceling out what are theirs and what it means for them and how to recognize them. And she was like, what? Really? And then yesterday I left Pilates and I walked outside and I'm on the phone with her and I get in my car and I look up and the sign of the building is a giant hummingbird, which mm -hmm. I've seen millions of, which is one of my biggest motifs. And literally I was like, oh, there's a hummingbird. And mom goes, oh, take a picture so you can share it with your listeners. <laughs> so Stop obsessed with her. It was so cute. She told me that in high school, like all the time she would count or like predict 50 out of 52 cards in a deck constantly. She was like, I could do shit that was just uncanny all the time. Like stories I've never even told you. And I was like, I'm not surprised. Speaking what? of not being surprised, I was like, of course you are. <gasps> yeah. So much makes sense. I was telling her about, uh, sorry, now no, we're really getting rambly, but I'm excited to see you. I was telling her about your whole lineage and your line and your mm. grandma because it was just mm -hmm. your grandma's day and how, you know, she set free a whole yeah. thing for you guys and the witchiness. And so that's what prompted our whole conversation. So you were inadvertently a part of that conversation too. I'm telling you, we come from witches. I'll tell that story maybe one day, but we do for another time. Oh, follow Brooke for spirituality stuff. I love her. And I think she has a great take on everything too. A card LA. Okay. Move on. Okay. Um, what's the biggest challenge? Gosh. Okay. This person always asks the best questions. They always ask the sweetest question. Who? Show, show me secretly. What's because I don't know if people want okay. me saying their names on here. No, I know. I know. What's the biggest challenge you faced in the last six months? Well, okay. What's the six month mark? What are we on month May? So since mm -hmm. December to now? I know I had, I had to, I, I had to journal. think about it, but I think I have one. Will you share while I flip through my journal? Yeah. I, I'm, I tried to chew on it more and I was like, no, this feels right. I think the l biggest lesson that I've had to learn in the last six months is that sometimes I actually do have the answer because I look. That's a good one. I go like this when I have a problem and I'm like, who can I grab to tell me what to do? Because mm -hmm. there is something very comforting about somebody else telling you what to do because then you're no longer as responsible for the outcome of the decision. Mm -hmm. And there have been a lot of pieces in my life lately that talking about signs and synchronicities have pointed to be like, you know the answer and you are actually correct and you know how to move and you know what to do. So stop doing the outreach, going to everybody around you and leaning on people that might be just feeding into your conditioning or whatever it is. You have the answer. And look, this is mm -hmm. also coming from somebody who like, I am a, I am a big advocate of never being the smartest person in the room. If I'm the smartest person yeah. in the room, I don't want to be there. Yeah. And that isn't to say that you shouldn't be in spaces where you're teaching because that's right. going to be right, guys right, right. catch meadow in the next however many years being their fucking teacher and healer forever. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So yeah, learning, I do. Yeah. giving myself power of being like, you actually know has been a really powerful yeah. lesson for me in the last six months. I love, love, love that. I think just quickly flipping through, I kind of think it's what we were talking about earlier, where I think the last six months, I just get more and more and more embodied in a way where I'm not rushing the timeline anymore. Mm. And like, I'm, I'm really just enjoying being present and really like, even in the mini manifestations of breaking things down as six months and wanting things to move quicker. It's like the more and more that I let go, the more things are coming through and coming through quickly. Yeah. And I've been keeping track of it. And it's fun because like one of the pages that I just turned to is this giant page and it just says, remember all of the universe is a dance of energy. Mm. And it's just like that. I think that's a big lesson that I've really, really taken to heart the past six months. It's just like really consciously trying to only put out good things, thinking of people that have wronged me and just constantly sending them love and ho'oponopono and moving the fuck on. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm just unbothered and I'm grounded you in like really a really are. fun way. You in like really a really are. fun way. Yeah. I have felt it. And as it's a testament friend. of a good, 
Thank you. And it's a testament to that balance of any other moment, every other hour. I'm either like sitting in a meditation, doing TBM, journaling out big feelings, talking out big feelings, or I'm fucking playing. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like just creating the space to give you what you need and like not being attached to it, but going through both and doing that dance of the energy with the universe. Like my fucking God, am I just unbothered? It's so, dude, and that's gonna, that is crafting a sustainable life for you. That was something else they were talking about on the podcast today about like the discipline thing of yeah if you're just look there is always moments especially if you're like very career driven and are trying to accomplish something like i'm not telling you not to grind like i'm not one of those people who is like all the way over right. here like now we know this i right. talked about it but if you don't have time for play rest recharging recuperating in whatever way that looks for you it's a completely unsustainable way to live you're going to burn out inevitably yeah. and you're not you're going to be operating out of a place of complete and utter burnout. Like you're not going to have new ideas. You're not going to be able to move or whatever. You're going to have tunnel vision. So you doing that is, is you're setting this foundation for the most sustainable life for yourself. Totally. Totally. Very also going to back to our self growth. Thank you. Going back to our self growth. You've become a very good active listener. Not that you ever weren't, but you're so quick and good at not only regurgitating how people feel right away, but using even like more illuminating examples to reiterate what someone was trying to tell you. Thank you. It's happened in your writing and it's happened on this podcast a lot. Thank you. You just made me feel that way just now. And I was like, oh, that's a good example of growth too. Oh, thanks. We both become better active listeners. Yeah, of course. And part of that is because we're on season fucking four of this podcast and we still can't hear ourselves in these goddamn headphones. I don't even... I know. <laughs> All right. Next question. If anyone has a podcast and listen, is listening to that, they're like, are you like, that's I don't want to talk unhinged. about it. I know. But it's a testament to our skills. It's just, we have other priorities. <laughs> uh, we have other priorities. I looked if at our calendar. To fix that though, please reach out to us because we've tried for years. <laughs> Do you know what's hilarious too? That like yesterday, Meadow and I, or no, sorry. At the end of last week, I think, or maybe it was yesterday. No, it was the end of last week. We talked about something and we were like, I don't know, all the days have meshed together because I didn't really give myself a weekend. <laughs> so I don't know what day it is. But the, <laughs> the other day, yeah. neither here nor there, I said to you, we were trying to make a new graphic about something. It was last week. And you were like, I was like, what's a realistic timeline? Giving us like a week. You were like, I'll have it by Wednesday. Oh, yeah. It's in our calendar for yeah. tomorrow. The amount of times that we do that, is that graphic going to get done? Yeah. By tomorrow? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who wants to work with us? Because <laughs> we're great. <laughs> this is exactly how it is. Yeah. Why not? I could get it done by tomorrow. Okay. Tell me how you need support. I'm not traveling anymore okay. tomorrow. So I'll tell you offline, but yeah. Okay. All right. Can we make a to-do list when we get offline? Because I've thought of two <laughs> other things on this episode that I have to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right team welcome to the inner workings of our brain yeah. okay next so many lists Q. this is i have a short answer for this so let me know best okay. ways to maintain friendships as an adult when schedules are just so different calendar invite plan ahead. literally every fucking time even gabby and i talk it's on the calendar like mm-hmm. yeah plan ahead calendar invite it plan ahead also i do i love things i don't live in the same city as a lot of my friends so granted it's a little bit different for me but when i did i love adult play dates so i'm going on a dog walk come walk the dog with me i need to go to the Mm -hmm. grocery store you want to grocery shop together like couple it with things that you already have to do because frankly it's the only way to make it work sometimes i gotta do that more because i really miss just hanging out like at my apartment or like at somebody's house and just chilling and like having a movie night yeah because like sometimes I'm like, I just want people in my space. Like I don't want to be able to like go to bed when I want to go to bed. And I don't want to be like, get the fuck exactly. out of my apartment. But I think every friendship exactly. I have, I can say get the fuck out of my apartment. You know? You absolutely can. You absolutely can. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm burping on Q. air. Okay. <laughs> How to know if when you... you told Kay to cut out. Sorry. Now I'm, I'm self-reflective. When you told Kay to cut out your burp. And, and they emphasized it. <laughs> Tell me if you watched that episode. Cheers, Kay. I said, okay, I burped. Please, please edit it. And you know what they did? They zoomed in on my face. Oh, it's a great it's time. It's been a good season. It's been a good season. It's been a good season. There's, there's a couple questions left that are really good. And I'm like, I don't know if we're going to be able to make okay. through them. So should we like pause and do that for another time? But give us one more. Okay. How to know if you need a change, job, living situation, habits, 
bro, all these questions talk about synchronicities because I've been thinking about all these things lately. I think when you get to a point of Gabby's buzzword of the week, diminishing returns, that's when it's time for me, I think. When your input, explain what that feels when like. When your input yeah. is exponentially greater than your output, mm-hmm. and you're just not getting what you want out of the situation, you don't see an improvement in that way. I think that's when it's time to reevaluate. I'm not saying jump ship, just maybe it's time for a strategic reevaluation. And that could mm-hmm. be applied to mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. situation, I think. Totally, totally. It reminds me of when we would speak about self-awareness help. Mm. And when you're stuck in the same pattern and you've been trying something out for a while and you're not moving in the way in which, or you don't understand why this keeps happening to you or why the same outcomes keep occurring. Mm, Yeah. You got to try something new to get something new. I also think if you are unsure, a great tool to find out is to fucking meditate. I'm just going to keep saying it over and over again because nothing creates the space to listen to yourself or to have downloads or hear ideas or or just create the space to really figure out how you feel about Mm -hmm. something like a practice of meditation. And I say practice because you're going to have to do it 10 minutes a day, Mm -hmm. every day for a few weeks to get there. But nothing creates the space to listen to yourself like it. Yeah. And I think if you want to get granular, even identifying, if you're a list maker like me, identifying, doing something like TBM Mm -hmm. where like you're, you're understanding and you're identifying your authentic code where you're really listing out look up a values list. You're looking up, you're, you're figuring out your values, your priorities. And if you sort of create a why of your life, I feel like we do that a lot with our career, but like, what is the why of my life? It's easier to then Mm -hmm. identify what's a yes and what's a no, because it's like, is this contributing to the why? Is this making me feel shitty? Without making the why your identity or your attachment. Yes. Yes. To play devil's advocate. No, you're correct. But do you know what I mean? I absolutely do. I absolutely do. Because like my why is to destigmatize mental health issues and to be my authentic self and act in a way that I support others Mm -hmm. healing. But I actually could do none of that for the rest of my life and still accomplish my goal because my real why is just to show up as my authentic self. That's what I'm saying. That's your real why. My idea of my authentic self, I have an idea of it, but I'm not attached to what that means because I think that'll change every day as Mm -hmm. I grow. There's really no attachment Mm -hmm. to anything. Meditate. And that's why I'm unbothered. (laughs) <laughs> listen it really is the year of unbothered unbothered for meadow i hope 27 is my year of unbothered yeah. i think it will be how do we feel about that for me i think it Can will I be. steal your identity i, I absolutely please because i'm about to be entering my 30s you can have all my old 20s okay. identities because i'm gonna start making new ones okay oh okay wait i was getting my nails done today and my nail tech is also a fellow taurus and she just had a birthday oh. last week and i was asking happy her happy birthday kimberly i was asking her about her birthday and how it was we were talking about getting older and I was saying how before, I think when I hit like 25, I was like panicked because I was like, oh my God, I mm. haven't accomplished enough. Mm. And now the reframe on getting older is, oh my God, thank God I'm getting older because I was so much dumber last year. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> like, thank God I'm getting older because I'm just getting better at life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I love that so <laughs> much. Yeah, that hits. That 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 one hits. I love. So, that. if you ever feel weird about getting older, just know you were probably stupid last year, so you're fine now. I'm kidding. That um, another harsh. cool no, another cool reframe about getting older that your friend Katie Cruz posted on Instagram that really resonated with Cruz. me was, "We never, we love you, Katie Cruz." Is that we never feel like an adult or like we're fully here, and it's mm-hmm. because even though I'm about to turn thirty, I'm also still seven and 14 yeah and 23 and 27 and you know what I mean like the past only exists in our head it's not real so you are all those people at the same time as now so Mm -hmm. that's why you never really feel like you're older and adult or maybe I just loved the way she put that she has great mantras she has an account called I think it's like sky mantras or something that she started when she was working at refinery 29 and they like blew up and they're wonderful she's great shout out Katie shout out Katie um, but anyway, that's my view on aging these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for your birthday. Thank I, you. Everyone that's listening to this, Gabby's birthday was yesterday. So you better have wished her a happy birthday. Otherwise, oh, yeah, it's May 14th. you're dead to us. No. <laughs> Just no. kidding. But go do it now. 
There were a couple more questions, but I, those were like long. And so I feel like we should save yeah, them. Yeah, no, let's save them. Season four, baby. We got a lot to unpack. Oh, I have to sit up. We do have a lot to unpack. We'll see you this soon. Is, we're not yeah. going to be gone very long. No. Not, yeah. You'll I'm not see giving people a time period, though, because I can't. I'm not giving people a time period because we, yeah, we are not holding ourselves to it, but it's not long. It's not long. Thank you for being here, guys. You guys. This makes me really happy. I'm really proud of us. I'm, see, I'm really proud of us, too. It's fun to take yeah. inventory. We're going to totally make that notion mm-hmm. so people can do it for themselves, too, because it feels good and it, it gives you the motivation to keep going, babe, because it never ends. Oh, so God, we'll always it be here talking in your ear yeah five ever um are we gonna do the same i haven't even asked you this offline so i'm asking you online are okay. we gonna do the same thing as last time and just still be hella active on patreon or do patreon only episodes while we're gone oh i don't think we'll do them weekly like we've done in the past but we'll still have hella stuff on there yes please oh yeah you know what we might have more vlogs more consistent vlogs on there yeah so check those out and the last one we posted was like over 30 minutes it's a lot of content it was long yeah it was long and i think we have a lot we're going to be together a lot so we're going to have a lot more content for you guys so please sign up for patreon if that's something that feels good for you if you want to go join the community over there and if not we'll catch you here in a few weeks around the grams on the grams send us dm send us questions always grams. oh yeah. oh we never talk about this enough we have a website that you Boy, can do we. submit your questions on. So yes. sometimes questions get lost in the Instagram sauce. So nothing like an inbox that I can just yeah. quickly search through. So if you do have any questions for us, go to our website. It's thoughtsmayberry.com. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Go on there and <laughs> uh, go to our contact sheet and send us a little cue or like a request or a guest request, whatever, or just say hi. Yeah. If you have guests that you want for season four, just say mm-hmm. hi. Send us questions you want for season four. Is there any big unpackings you want us to do? Yeah. We'll do it. Yay. We're so grateful okay. that you choose to listen to us. No, just, I can't even talk about it. It's uh, like my heart overflows just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Truly. You guys are the best. We love you. Thank you love for being you. here. We'll see you soon. Peace. Ciao. How's it going, y'all? It's Aaron. Don't let your Monday suck. Don't have those Sunday scaries. I'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying, ah, shit, it's Monday. You know what goes down? TMV releases every week on Mondays. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're watching YouTube, yes, TMV has a YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts may vary pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, baby. Gotcha.